0: Welcome, Welcome to, to Minority, Minority Corner. Corner. With an ek. And James.
1: Learn, laugh, play. It's like Blues Clues. Only more black gay. And a lady like. Mm. I know that was a weird one, but it works. No, oh, it's great. <laughs> I'll cut that. <laughs>
0: This week on... Why do I sound like a chipmunk? This week on Minority Corner...
1: What are you talking about?
0: Oh, Aneke. I'm gonna... You know, I was so inspired by your uh, sexy corner last week. I'm gonna talk mm. about spanking and just spanking. What? But it's gonna Ooh. be very unsexy, because I'm talking about oh. spanking children.
1: Oh. Seriously, yeah, spanking. You know what?
0: You talked about communication, and I'm pretty sure yes. these children are not communicating with their mouths that they want it. So we're going to talk mm. about spanking in America.
1: Oh man, I'm excited to find out more about that.
0: Mm. What do you got for us, girl?
1: I am talking about some rocket girls. Rocket Ladies girls. in NASA. About to show you how it's done science style. Like Beyonce's like rocket song. That
0: song was about rocket spaceships. Um, like, yeah, rocket base. Rocket Just bring bait, down the volume bait. of the sex. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh yeah, she was talking about you know, you could ride a rocket to, 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 to space. I think that's her plan. So well. Oh.
1: I think I that wait. she was talking, wasn't she talking about penises in that song? Well,
0: penises, rockets. I mean they look like the same thing. Who can tell the difference? They both get you to where you need to go.
1: Potato potato.
0: Yeah, same thing. Alright, well let's get into it. Let's go. Hot. also it's our Jesus episode it is hot it's our it's our it's our Jesus year it's our Jesus episode it is I'm 33 this is my Jesus year but Jesus Cristo it is hot Aneki, I'm concerned for your safety
1: you shouldn't be I'm gonna be fine even though tell, I am tell the listeners where you are I am in my car <laughs> with the windows <laughs> rolled up just like those Sarah McLaughlin dogs in the pet shelter commercials the, the sad donate to
0: the to the dog's video. But I'm afraid, like, it's almost like you're a bad mother to yourself. Like, Aneke just left herself in the car and didn't roll the windows down. Part I need to call me- 911. <laughs> Everybody who's in the Bay Area and very far away, please go check on Aneke. By the time you're listening to this, she
1: might just be... I swear, I'm up. gonna be fine. Part of me is just I'm going concerned. to the store for 15 minutes, while the other part of me is just gonna sit in the car and relax. It's just a little heat, just a little sweat. I'll be fine. You're hot okay. too, though, please- aren't you? I'm hotboxing
0: myself. This is just like the hot, sweaty episode. I wish we were videoing this because, like, Mm. I live in New York now, and there's no such thing as air conditioning unless you put, like, the air, they put the air conditionings in the window. I know, that shit And they smash the window on top of it. That's weird. And that shit, like, sometimes it it falls on people. So, I can't open my window to get any actual air. I just have to turn on the fan, but if I turn Uh on the fan, y'all are gonna hear, (laughs) as (laughs) we're just like... Britney Spears, Don't Kill Black People. <laughs> our topics oh, okay. <laughs> that we usually talk about. You know. oh, God. oh, God. So, so, if we we might pass out in the middle of this episode, Right. Uh, oh, God, my hands are so sweaty. Mine too. You the can't audience hear this. needs to
1: just hold on to their butts. This is going to be a wild, delirious ride. This
0: This is Minority Corner, hot, sweaty, and wet. This is our vision quest.
1: Our hot, sweaty, yeah, and wet gonna...
0: vision quest. Shit's gonna get weird. Oh, and Eke, Yes. Can I, did you did you see the BBMAs?
1: I did not. Do you not. know what those are? I, okay. only I, did, <laughs> I didn't even know there was a hashtag for it or an abbreviation. Exactly.
0: First of all, if you guys don't know, it's the Billboard Music Awards. When did we start calling it the BBMAs? Like, it, suddenly, it like changed the spot. Like, it used to be all about the VMAs, but now everyone's all about the BBMAs. All
1: I think about is, bitch better have my money when I hear that.
0: <laughs> That's
1: yeah. You're right. Not the right,
2: right
0: letters, but close. You're like, oh, the uh, bitch better have my money awards. Hmm. So, I don't. but uh, I didn't really watch it either. But a friend of mine like made me ugh, made me watch that Britney Spears performance. And by made me, he told yeah. me it was there, and I stopped everything. He didn't push an a old gun lady. Your head
1: make you or did it? Like,
0: well, you know me. I pushed an old lady out of the way. And she wasn't even in my way. I just went out of my way to push her out of my way because I was just so excited.
1: You crossed the street to push an old lady. I did.
0: <laughs> it was, I was actually in my room, oh. ran downstairs, pushed her, then ran back upstairs and turned it on the YouTubes.
1: I like your style, James.
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't mess around when it comes to, when it comes to the Britney Army. We don't play.
1: No, so tell um, me. Tell me about this performance. Oh, well, first of all, like... Uh, there was a
0: time when no one would show up to the Billboard Music Awards. It's like true. A lot of times people, people would pre-record their performances and be like, bye. <laughs> like, Brains. one time Britney, like, she was in Vegas and she pre-recorded and then went to go party.
1: Yeah, like, um, why is it such a big deal now?
0: Everyone was there. Madonna was there. Ariana Grande was there. And they all of them were actually physically there. They didn't just have, like, their friend accept their award for them. They were, oh. Rihanna was there, Madonna. Everyone was physically there and they all performed. And it's, like, the talk of the town.
1: James. Do you yes. think that the Billboard Music Awards are rebranding themselves? That's why we're getting to this? Well, and I think that maybe Billboard matters more than maybe
0: video musics, like video musicies. What do well, they yeah, call them? Videos? Because MTV videos? doesn't even play videos anymore. Doesn't really play videos anymore, and you kind of just do it on your own, and mm. yeah. So, but... Britney's performance, if y'all didn't see it, first of all, this is the first time Britney has performed live, like, really, like, at a con, like, at a, at an award show. Yes. Since, like, Gimme More. It's been, like, ten years. Damn. Ten years. Britney has, like, not. And, listen, she mm-hmm. looks great. She looked amazing. Yeah, she does. She's wearing some, like, crazy boots that didn't allow her to move... The way that she but she was hitting points Good. she was like point and turn point turn head whip she had not this been guitar. hitting
1: points in years
0: well no she started remember i talked about this like britney like her meds changed or she is just she's in it to win it now like britney mm-hmm. from 2004 she's back and like i think and the people who got it like her britney army fans they were tweeting how much of like She's really an amazing redemption story. And she did wow. it kind of secretly. Like, yes. people don't give her enough... Like, the bitch... Uh, the, the girl... I call her a bitch because she's like... Well, man, she's Britney-bitch. She and, and she's Britney-bitch. She calls herself a work-bitch. And I can... Her and I talk like that. We're like, okay. bitch, bitch, bitch. All right. That's how me and, me and Brit, Brit... I'm not but upset. But she, like, has... She has an amazing redemption story. Like mm-hmm. she was like fifty one fifty on suicide watch, shaved had her head. shaved her head because she didn't want people to touch her anymore. Like girl was broken. God, how sad is Bro- that? Broken that is and no so one sad. get it. Like she was done, and now she's like happy. She's got her cage. She wants to perform again, and like she did a seven minute. Just essentially though, she's really smart because it was really just a commercial mm-hmm. for. A, a new segment in her new her Las Vegas show, because oh, she's putting real? in some new numbers. Mm. So it's essentially just like, come back to see me again. If <laughs> you already saw me, come oh, see this good. number.
1: That's so smart. Wait, how long is she going to be in Vegas?
0: I think she's got another year. And guess who's going? You. How'd you guess?
1: Because you were supposed to go with me.
0: Oh. Oops. <laughs> well, guess... I'm going with my boyfriend. He's... Oh. <laughs> He's usurped you on the Amazing Race and the Britney concert. Oh
1: man, your friend levels are are waning, sir. But I'm still hosting the podcast with you. That's probably going to change soon.
0: James and Jerome. (laughs) No, no, no. Oh yeah, I'm getting flashbacks of Kelly Ripa.
1: Oh my god. Anyways, Britney
0: is back, and you were talking about videos. I know. I'm. This is my. It's like because I'm late to the party. Mm -hmm. But can we just talk about? Black excellence for a second. Not that I'm late to that party. No, you're not late to that party. But Beyonce. We,
1: we both know and love Black excellence.
2: V-
0: absolutely. And everybody listening, you better know and love some Black excellence too. Mm-hmm. I know I was late to the party to formation, and now we talked about this like our third week in a row, but that's how like this I'm still digesting it, and I hope everybody else is as well. It is beautiful. I'm finally getting information. I think part of the problem is Get like. Get information. I am. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm five, six, seven. Wait, what? I think... No! <laughs> I think when... <laughs> Line up! I'm trying. I'm trying my hardest. I just think, like, when people... There's only, like, two things that I'll be right or die for right off the bat, just blindly. hmm And it's, like, mm-hmm. Britney Spears and Scandal. Like, we not even that. I think it's just... It's Britney and Janet. <laughs> like, I will blindly follow them there you right go. or die.
1: I was gonna say Scandal. What?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't... Marvel. That's what it is. Those are my three things. And Buffy. There
1: you go. Marvel, (laughs) Britney,
0: Janet, and Buffy. I'll ride or die. Um, There you go. So, but anything that's, like, over... I get kind of scared when, like, the masses are flocking to something. Like, they're like, Beyonce... Yeah, you got
1: a critical eye.
0: So, I kind of, like, took a step back, and I finally got to it. But I was listening to Lemonade. I'm also not allowed to listen to Lemonade anymore, because it takes me to some dark places. But... It's so beautiful. It's such it a is. beautiful album. So well constructed. And it made me, I got to the song, if you guys haven't heard it, there's a song called Freedom at the End, which I was,
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's great for listening to when you're taking a poop too, because you're just like, freedom,
1: oh, freedom. Oh, just freedom of your butt. Yeah, I need to get free.
0: But the song is just like <laughs> a new rally cry, like a march cry for the masses specifically black folks it's like I could just take to the streets and I was reminded about and I talked to you about this earlier and I wanted to make sure I sent you a message because I just love you my black beauty aww I I love you Beyonce's amazing for so many people and I think just I want to uplift like black folks specifically in general because (laughs) y'all let's never forget just how how resilient and talented and strong and brilliant and forgiving and loving black folks are because black black folks came from nothing, stripped from our homes, our country, had to start from scratch in a land that we never asked to be in, Learn this whole new language, Mm -hmm. this whole new system, a whole new culture, and like literally we lifted ourselves up from our own bootstraps, which we didn't even have. We had to figure out how to build them ourselves because we didn't even know what bootstraps were. Because we weren't even considered human beings. Yes! And that's what's so brilliant. It's amazing. Like, people didn't even consider us to be human beings, and we've learned everything that they've done, and even taken it even further, which they don't give us credit for. Still all of our shit. Right. And I just look mm-hmm. at every, and I just was listening, I was walking around the streets of New York, listening to that Freedom song, and just looking at all these black people, and just smiling at them, which they probably thought it was weird. Uh, <laughs> no! Well, it is New York, it's, so. Yeah, right, they're like, what's this guy, Why? Uh, but, you know, like, each generation just takes it further and further and further. It's just, I can't even imagine me that first black person freed from slavery,
1: and just trying to make oh it God. work, and, like... You know, James. What do you do, James? What? You are right on point because that miniseries Roots just mm. got rebooted and is about to come out again. Oh, yeah, with a whole new cast and a, a whole new, whole twist? new attitude. Oh, okay, it is. So everybody, go check out Roots the miniseries. I was going to act. It is about black excellence. I wanted to ask you about that. Like, how do we feel? Do we like?
0: How do we feel about? Like, I suppose, like, all we do is hear about, like,
1: it's like 12 years a slave, and like, our. But are, this one, this one goes beyond slavery, which uh-huh. I appreciate. It starts with the journey, it starts with um this one family, Kunti Kinte. Right. And I know that name's been, like, tooted around as a joke, but for reals, it's serious. Yeah. He comes on the boat, does the middle passage. He has his descendants that are slaves, and then it goes into after slavery, right. which I, remember, I think is the important part.
0: I was a kid when I watched you know? it. it. Took a long, it was a long time. But you're right. Okay, so this is when we all need to watch. This we will, we'll be covering this. Um, yes, it's like a book club, but it's roots. <laughs> so I just like it's a miniseries club. And, I mean, look at us. Like in spite of a broken system, we've all we've succeeded. Like black folks. Like I just, my heart just is like. I'm so honored to be a black person and be part of this magical group of people. Like, Me too. I just, so I just want to remind everybody, and like we're all about all the minorities and all the allies, but like, black folks in particular, there's not a, another culture, another group that has our same journey and story, and, you know, other people are able to be proud of their, you know, there's nothing well, wrong with yeah, being proud of being black, their and journey. we're not saying, fuck all the other races, but we're saying, no. look at our culture, and look what we've done, like, this is fucking phenomenal.
1: Yeah, everybody should have the right to be proud of their cultural heritage, and you and I are black, and this is our podcast, and we're gonna be proud of it. Yeah, yeah. And we should all cherish... All the different individual stories that make up American history, because that's what it means to be American. Absolutely. So, I, just, you know, but it's I do, one of those things. When,
0: but when you see, like, black, like, when you see a black person, just think, like, think about that fucking long-ass lineage. And again, like you just say, like, everybody has their stories and journey, but, like, holy fuck, strip from their homes, learn a whole new language and culture, and that people mm-hmm. don't even think that you can do it because they think that you're a fucking, like, animal. So.
1: Right, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Oh, that, that's um, you know what else is ridiculous? What? Um, I just got a Facebook notification that your mom just shared my bridal picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? What is it? My
0: mom's been on fire today on Facebook. She posted a picture, because I'm doing a, a blackout from Facebook. Um, yeah. And my mom posted, I sent her, I texted her a picture of me and my cousin Marquise. Uh, he was co- mm-hmm. came to visit. And she posted that picture on Facebook for me, and it got all these likes.
2: Oh.
0: She's (laughs) kind of like my social media handler now, you know? She is. I'm like Brittany. I'm not allowed to, you know, handle my own accounts.
1: She does it for you. She does. And for me, too, apparently. Yeah, what did she say? What did my mom, what did she write? I don't know. I just posted, um... I posted some pictures from the wedding, because oh. I got my professional photos. P.S. You're all throughout it, Dancing Up a Storm. Yes! And I can't wait to see it. We she, also have a video that we need to
0: post. Ryan Cristo, I'm looking at you, of Ineke and I's epic dance. Yeah, we're looking at you.
1: The fans want to see it. Yes. And it was an amazing dance. We need to post it. And apparently your mom shared <laughs> just a picture of me. Oh. That's, <laughs> Which is nice. Thanks, I appreciate mom. it. Thank uh, you. Thanks, Cindy. She... I, my mom, to Sydney, yeah, she... Um, Sydney, sorry, oh my god, I'm embarrassed.
0: I'll edit that out. Okay. She... I probably won't. <laughs> uh, she doesn't no. know the difference between like and share. Like, for my mom, she thinks she wants to share it with the world. She's like, how amazing, everybody look! Um,
1: <laughs> I think it's sweet. It's so sweet. I had she to,
0: supports me from afar. I had to just accept that, like, I was getting Like really Sometimes she, I'd be like... I'd be like, I went to the Shake Shack today. My mom would be like, share. Or it's like, I took a poop. She or I would write you. something random of like, I'd quote a Britney Spears song and she'd be like, share. I'm like, Mom, you don't even know what this quote is. You don't even know, you better work, bitch, what that means. And she's like, because you're hard working. She loves. <laughs> Aww. My mom loves me.
2: And it's I just I love all her. love.
0: Whew, well. Wow, that was quite an introduction. Should we get into the corners or did you want to add anything? I think we shall I need to take a little air break yeah we're, actually that's I what we're gonna do and Nick, I'm gonna put on my fan you're gonna okay. breathe in some oxygen and then we'll make sure that we're still loosened and alive and maybe towel off and then off. we'll dive yes Okay. and then All we'll right. dive in deep we'll be back a little less sweaty and a little more oxygenated ooh okay A switch, a belt, Ooh. a shoe, a hand, a little paddling, some whooping, spanking. Mmm. Does that sound like fun in that gang? Oh. If you were oh, to man. communicate that with your partner.
1: Um. Yeah, my partner.
0: But not from your parents, when you did not verbally ask for that. No. Um, Americans... America's children are getting whooped by their parents. And everyone just kind of thinks it's a little okay. I've been wanting to do an expose for a while on spanking in America. Now, a precursor, I get it. I'm not a parent. Um, I'm not, so I'm speaking from not a parent. But I have some statistics, and I think it's something that we do need to talk about, because I think that Mm -hmm. we maybe don't understand the full-blown effects, and it's been Mm -hmm. something so accepted in our culture, Mm -hmm. and is it accepted worldwide? Let's just talk about some numbers. So
1: yeah, break it down for me.
0: It's actually corporal punishment. When you talk about like the kind of like, um, you know, um, uh, the punishment towards children, this is called it's doing physical harm to your child or do things like spanking. It's actually called corporal punishment.
1: Um, um, so like behavioral correcting. Exactly. Okay. So
0: some numbers for you: four in five Americans believe that it's sometimes appropriate to spank a child. And when we Mm. break this down by generation, about 72% of millennial parents spank their children, about 82% of Gen Xer parents spank their children. Wow, this is
1: higher than I thought it would be.
0: Oh girl, hold on, just you wait. 85% of uh, baby boomer parents spank their children, and then 88% Uh of, I guess they're just called mature, we weren't coming up with names for them. But the Weren't mature group. The greatest
1: group, generation, The greatest? Well, name? I I don't know. Who that's named them
0: I, that themselves? Because I don't think they're the greatest. CNN. The inter- Leanna or the internet?
1: I don't know.
0: Who's Leanna? Oh.
1: I said CNN.
0: Oh, I thought that you're going to say Ciara. <laughs> it was like, who gave her no, the power?
1: What? <laughs>
0: She's she like, a song one about two it. step mature group, the greatest group, <laughs> one two step. I'm the princess of r is a bad B-side, I just gotta say. <laughs> Was that a good impression of Sierra? <laughs> Why didn't she sound like she just discovered gold?
1: <laughs> oh my god. Okay.
0: So then when we look at it by region, about 86% yes. of Southern parents spank. 83% of Midwest parents, 76% of West Coast, and the East Coast, which I'm now a proud member of, coming in yes. lower at 75%. Still high. Oh, interesting. But, um, yeah, about it's still two- high. Still high. Oh, these, it's insane. And about two-thirds of American parents have spanked, and a majority of three-year-olds are spanked.
1: It starts early. So I have a question for you, James. Yes. When you say spank, are you including a pad on the booty all the way up to like a belt on the booty? Or... It's
0: all of those. Yeah, it's every, so it's all of it. So like p- using a hand, a switch, belt, shoe, hand, paddling, any, anything yeah. to do corrections towards, it's physical, physically doing uh, physical corrections to correct behavior in a child. Physical uh, punishment to correct a behavior in a child. Uh, so using it. physical punishment. Yes, and of course, usually it's sort of on the butt or on the or on the um, on the hand, and you know it's mm-hmm. like if you like hit the child, then that's abuse. But a spanking, oh no, that's okay, that's different. Kids gotta learn. Seventy three percent of uh folks who spank, seventy three percent of those folks were spanked as a kid, and twenty five percent were not spanked. So they just came up with it on their own. They're like, you know what, <laughs> I'm gonna
1: oh, spank you. Oh, interesting.
0: That's interesting. One in four parents begin to spank at six months old.
1: Oh wow, six months!
0: And yeah, like I mean, listen, this baby, a baby is just being a baby. Doesn't matter if they gotta learn, apparently. Oh, and man. under eighteen months, if you spank under eighteen months, it increases, of course, the chance of physical injury. And the child is actually very unlikely to not understand the connection between its behavior and the punishment. So. Mm. The thing that you're trying to correct isn't really even trying to get, can't even get corrected because the child doesn't even know what you're trying to get it to do. Right. They're still um, developing. But, exactly. And, well, one in four parents used an object, like a hairbrush, a spoon, belt, a paddle, like you were just asking oh, about. 54% mm. of mothers said spanking was the wrong choice. Um, mm. And by age 11, 18% of kids, um, specifically 22% of boys, uh, admitted mm. to being hit spanked like at least once a week. Now let's specifically look into ethnic groups in America. Mm-hmm. Who interesting who is spanking the most? Coming in in the I guess last place, I mean is anybody really winning here? <laughs> Maybe first uh, place. Man, right?
1: Seriously. The least
0: amount, seventy three percent of Asian parents and this is a study examined twenty thousand kindergartners and their parents. So man, seventy three is the lowest? That's seventy three percent of Asian parents 80 uh-huh. per- 79% of white parents oh, just man. coming in above that 80% Hispanic and coming in with the lead black yeah. parents at 89% wow. oh man, 89% 89% of black parents are speaking their children wow so black folks are taking the lead in this movement, so why so wow. many black parents specifically, well the answer mm. is comp La, k tit Yeah. Because, yeah, obviously, say the what, least. I mean, some of the obvious sort of, you know, slavery, right? It's just something that mm-hmm. had been passed down from slavery is sort of, like, you know, correctional, they will learn sort of a thing. And that's where, like, I've always felt right. like, oh, this is weird. It reminds me of, like, you know, getting yeah, to learn, right? Ooh, Which scary. you'll see about all about in Roots. Yeah, also, check many miniseries. But it's incredibly complicated because I can't go running around, you know, shaming I'm, I'm not shaming or anything that's not my goal I'm just trying to put the information out there You're because informing. I think I think it's so wildly just accepted and we don't really talk yeah. about the details to it so but also think about this some mm-hmm. black parents are actually you know they're doing this because they're demanding obedience because if they don't someone else will like a police officer like the See- law,
1: Yes, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm starting to read Ta-Nehisi Coates' Between the World and Me, which is required reading for Americans, it should be. Mm -hmm. And he talks about this one part where he says... um, and it's all poetic, where he's talking about um, his experiences and why the black community spank because it's a fear of what will happen if you don't correct behavior. They're,
0: they're terrified it's, of losing their children. They're, ter- they're right? like, so they have to correct it. So, oh, it, that's why it's so complicated. Because it's right. and like there was like during the Black Lives Matter protests, like there was that thick. Fox News dubbed her hero mom, this black woman, like, whooped her child, like, publicly,
2: because her child was at
0: the protest, and, but people were so angry, and, like, she didn't want anything harm to come, but, of course, Fox News was like, this is, like, a great example of a mother, like, she, and, like, not understanding the the complicated nature of what was really behind that. Exactly. Um, It's also found that lower income, less in the black communities, like lower income, less education, and people who are more religious tend to follow this. Mm. And actually, just in general, across the races, those who are more religious, which is so weird, those who are religious, because there's the quote in the Bible spare the rod for fear of spoiling the
1: child. And I mean, like, nuns, (laughs) everybody who goes to like. that's the stereotype. I do know some nuns that are really awesome and do not hit children. But, so I, 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 I hey, I I'm not saying all of them, but I'm saying okay. there are
0: a lot of nuns out there because I have friends who went to Catholic school and they're terrified of nuns because of the Gosh. abuse that they hide while in school. Spare this the is... rod for fear of spoiling the child, which is just... It, and,
2: and Fascinating. The Bible's,
0: well, the Bible, and it, it's commanding that fear. It's really right. instilling fear into people. Instead of people really understanding their behavior as, as they're not really understanding the behavior they're just afraid of the punishment right. instead of understanding this is what happens when you do this this affects me in this way and so then as adults mm-hmm. we're having to like unlearn all of this um right so then there is there's you know does it work does spanking work what are some of the negative consequences and elizabeth gerashef i'm pretty sure that's exactly how you spell her name She's, or sounds right, Jarosheva. She's a PhD. Um, She does a lot of work at the University of Texas, Austin, and she said physical punishment doesn't work to Mm. get kids to comply. Um, Interesting. It doesn't work to get kids to comply, so parents actually think they have to keep escalating it, which is so dangerous.
1: Scary! No!
0: It only works momentarily, because it just makes the child, like I said, be afraid of being hit. So it doesn't really help them to understand the behavior behind it.
1: Right. People who
0: are spanked are at higher risk for anxiety and depression Mm. to suffer from alcohol abuse, antisocial behaviors, mental disorders. They have higher rates of aggression towards others. So they found that those who were spanked at least twice a month were 50% mm-hmm. more likely to exhibit hostile tendencies by the age of 5. Oh wow, 5? It's learned behavior. That's how they're learning how to engage that it's violence begets violence, anger begets anger. Dang. Um a more so then they also find that these um folks will have a more distant relationship with their parents, mm. lower IQ. So you're wow. Making your child dumb. I IQ
1: think is Yeah, it's hurting their
0: IQ. Yes. Oh my
1: God. And so
0: there was another interview that happened. They interviewed children three to seven from more than a hundred families. Okay. Um, Children who were physically punished were more likely to endorse hitting as a means of resolving conflict with their peers and siblings. So again, it just becomes that learned behavior. Right. And also, parents who experienced physical punishment during childhood were obviously, they are more likely to believe it was acceptable to spank their children. Hmm. And so then it just becomes this, and then children believe that it was appropriate for them, because that's all they know. Mm -hmm. They were, they were like, oh, this is appropriate. So. gosh. I know. How do you think that we fare against other countries? Do you think other countries kind of have the same issue?
1: Do you think it's just an American thing? You know, I have no idea. I feel like I'm coming in, I, I feel like one, I don't have any room to, to talk on the issue or understand it because I was not spanked growing up. Okay. So I have no You were part idea. of that,
0: like, 11% right. of the black community that
1: was not. Which mm. is bizarre to me how small that percent is. But one, mm-hmm. I'm surprised but not surprised. And right. another piece of me is listening to the statistics and the numbers, which you, like, so clearly laid out and was, like, so fascinating to me because, you know, I'm a fact goblin. <laughs> I love so facts. Because you'll ask me, you're
0: like, oh, what are the numbers? What year was she born? I'm like, in I know. <laughs> I got your facts this time. I, know. I was like, and I, I got your it. research.
1: I am such a fact goblin. Um. <laughs> a Facts so, goblin.
0: So Not a fax I, machine goblin. Because he was using
1: those. <laughs> I. I, because you're saying like lower um, economic status, lower education, I I wonder if that translates to the rest of the world too. Or I don't.
2: I have well, a, I let's have no find idea. out.
0: I have numbers for you. Great. So
1: physical uh, around
0: the world and the UN has actually investigated this. So physical discipline is actually being viewed as a viola- violation of children's human rights. Oh. So spanking the UN is viewing this as a violation of children's human rights and the UN Committee of Rights of Child um, the UN Committee on Rights of Child directive in 2006 uh-huh. called it they call spanking legal legalized violence against children.
1: Oh my god. And they
0: feel that it should be and it, it should be eliminated in all all settings, legislative, administrative, social, educational, and at the home. And Ooh. they actually created a treaty. It was mm. established by the committee and it was supported by 192 countries with only mm. the US and Somalia failing to ratify it. What? So are you U- yet UN members are like our country has like And that's the thing is that we don't even understand that there's whoever's our UN representative and whoever is the in two thousand six that was what, Bush? Yes. So the Bush administration was like, Yeah, 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 no, keep the spanking.
2: Whoa. And spoke
0: for the rest of the country. But at the same time, if look at the numbers, over like seventy-five percent of Americans are spanking their children, four out of five are think it's okay. So they actually did speak well for the country because that's what's happening. So 30 countries have actually banned physical punishment of children in all settings, including in the home. So this shit is just passed down from generation to generation. It's very cultural. And it's very accepted because folks are like, you know, some folks say like, well, I was beaten as a kid and I turned out okay. Mm. But did you? Like there could be, there's scars there that you don't even understand, like how it is wow. that you've learned love, how you've learned fear and punishment right. and communication. And there's probably strains between you and your parents that you don't even realize you've experienced trauma, mm. but it was sold to you as love. Oh, fascinating. So when we continue, there's some evidence. So Elizabeth Gershov, she's back. Okay. <laughs> um, she says that physical punishment—it doesn't work to get kids to comply. Gives that immediate fa- fe- feedback, but really the goal is to have kids to regulate themselves. so They can truly yeah. understand the behavior. Mm. So, I mean, I look at this example. I mean, okay, like w- if I like if you have if your neighbor she knocked on your window and she right. was like, "Hey, girl." Um. And she has like shes like her she's like, "Oh, my ass hurts," and you know you'd be like, "Oh, was it sexy time?" you're like she's like, "No, I did something really bad, and my you know my husband he, oh. he wanted me to learn a lesson, Ooh. so he spanked me uh-uh. um, <laughs> didn't no. ask for it, but he wanted me to learn a lesson, and no. so he loves me
1: no, 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 no no so then why in
0: turn are we saying that it's okay for children to be
1: hit right. even spanked?"
0: out of love and to learn lessons. Like it's not okay. If we said it for adults, we would be like, no, like that sounds outrageous. That story I just told you is outrageous. But then I tell you, oh no, it's a six year old girl and it's But do you
1: think I think a lot of people think it's different because an adult versus an adult where is an adult's purpose to Educate and rear a child. Educate, not
0: do physical harm. And that the problem is, you're not. the The problem is statistically, it's not showing that the kids are really learning from it. Mm. Um, and here's the other thing: who mm-hmm. say mom or dad's in a bad mood and they're set off that much more? Right. I personally feel like there's nothing that a child does mm-hmm. that the physical violence or harm or to, for them to learn in that way. There's nothing that a child ever does that I get it. Children are shits. Children yeah. are frustrating. They're stupid. God. They don't listen. <laughs> They're frustrating. Yes. I get it. Yes. Totally. But, you know, it just takes that much more. It's, it's part of you're, the damage you're doing. Think about the damage that you're doing. Mm. It sends a message that violence is okay, yeah. and it's scarring folks more than they realize. That there's that they're they're, you're, they're having trauma that they don't realize it's there because it's so culturally accepted.
2: Yeah, and I so hear they it. don't even
0: think to start unpacking it, and they don't even think about how it affects their relationships with people that they they're in love with, or, or that or, or 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 their parents, or their or their kids. They, Right. how they interact in the world that they're it just allows this thing of violence to be okay they're babies they don't understand what it is that they're doing
1: they really don't but they, because you learning. say that it's
0: under the guise of love that it's okay and it's almost like Stockholm Syndrome then they're expected to go run and hug you and say mm. I love you
1: Mm-hmm. it's like what you're saying to me and what I have always felt that children are sponges they absolutely learn everything and soak in everything. Absolutely. So it's almost like you don't want to take a fresh brand new sponge and put it in danger, you right. know? But then it yep. yeah, you know, I ugh, it's it's such so, a cultural thing. It's such woven into our American fabric. And I just think we need to just, I think it's, and that's the thing, it's been
0: so, I think we need to wake up about this. I think the damaging effects, like, I get it, it has that immediate boom, they're going to learn from it, right. but the long-term actual damage effects that I think it just, it's so systemic, the effects that it has, that we don't even, we don't even know to even look for it. And so right. there are alternatives, there are alternatives, Like. and me. they all... <laughs> they yes, but they all suck. I think as a parent, I get oh. it. They sound really hard to do. <laughs> yeah, well, because Spanking is, not is easy. like it shuts it down. Spanking it is fucking shuts it down. It's like boom, it, I'm gonna get some peace and quiet, and I get to watch my days of our lives for now. Mm. And they're gonna go study and do their homework
2: because mm. they don't want
0: to get my spanking. So positive reinforcement, as mm-hmm. we all know, like listen, if my boss. Like, says, like, hey, you did a really great job, you know, accomplishing that. I really appreciate it. Right. I'm more likely to be inspired to keep doing it as opposed to then just, like, for one, hitting me. Right. And two, being like, fuck you, you motherfucker. You fucked up. Now I'm afraid. And I right. don't want to work there anymore.
1: Exactly.
0: And also, I'm gonna like talk to HR because I should not be. I know
1: because anyway. that's scary, and uh, as a boss, who wants to work with that? Honestly, and my boss
0: is sweet. She would never do that. She loves me. Um, nice. Positive reinforcement and praise toward you know children's good behavior. I know some people are just like, ah, like as if you know, like, very American, I guess. Like, you did a great job, but, but still it works. works. It fucking works. People appreciate that much. Um, telling toddlers to practice throwing a tantrum. Oh. So <laughs> parents encourage the children to throw a tantrum,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, children practice controlling their tantrums, and they see, it allow, when you tell them, throw a tantrum, just throw it, and children get to see, they start lessening their tantrums. Like, they start seeing what a real tantrum is really like. Um, oh. They start experiencing, like, oh, I've been overdoing it.
1: Oh, interesting. <laughs> or, I'm not really that
0: upset. So they starts to lessen it. I and like how, that. This is what... It kind of makes me upset because when I'm reading some of these, and mm-hmm. this is my first correlation, is that I'm just like, ugh, these sound like very, they sound very white. Because I know cultures of just spanking. And mm. part of me just kind of rolls my eyes,
1: but I think it's time for us to put down Right, this. I mean, I feel like I turned out to be a pretty damn good adult. Yeah, I
0: think, Aneka, you are the poster child. Okay, <laughs> this is it. I am going to fucking put you... I am parading your ass around. We're going to make some posters. You are the poster child of, like, Don't Spank. Right? Oh, my God. Okay, this and is then, it. here's the thing, you too. You are an amazing... Oh, thank exceptional, you. ...exceptional, wonderful woman who's kooky, who's hilarious, <laughs> sexy,
1: and you. wasn't spanked at all. No. So here's the thing that I want to also bring up, and thank you again, James. That's awesome. I... When I worked at the high school level... And I was I was a librarian at a high school, and my library was not like your usual library that had um, the nerds in it. I had all the jocks and popular kids who were jerks in the library. Yeah. They were rude, mm-hmm. they were mean, they were super privileged. And I can understand the frustration because it would bubble up inside of me sometimes where I just couldn't take it, and I wanted to, like... Essentially, I wanted to bang my hand on a desk, which I would think right. would translate into some sort of... Type of spanking, I guess that that type of feeling. Right. But yes. what I did instead, because one, I couldn't legally do that because I would have been fired. In two
0: instances. But if, it was,
1: but if it was the 1950s, you could have. But then if it was the
0: 1950s and you were a black woman, I would not with a white be a librarian there. Well, would've you would have <laughs> been hanged. I
2: know. They would have been
0: like, oh, she fucks so, up. She hit no you know, a white what boy." What
1: time, <laughs> No matter what time, I would not be able to do it. You yourself could not have, no. So what I did instead was I would sit down across from these kids that were highly frustrating to me. I would repeat just stare to myself in my head... And I would say these are children. These are children. Mm. These are children. And then I would talk to them. I'd be like, "What's going on? Why are you feeling that way? Why are you doing this? You should talk (sighs) to me." Communicated to them exactly. And you know what? That's what. So it is like sex.
0: That worked. I'm sorry, I just compared you talking to children like sex, but I meant Oh, no, 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 gross.
1: God, another way to get me I fired. meant the communication
0: that <laughs> you were talking about last week because it was really important, and I don't yeah. want anyone to start, I don't want the police to then <laughs> to, come to look you. look me up? then you're a black woman in a car, and that's no thanks. not going to be good. No, thank so, you. So... Also, think so about along those lines t- using timeouts when needed. And mm-hmm. oh, t- like what you just said, talk to their children about appropriate means of resolving conflicts or talk to them about their right. behavior. But I think it's a great example. Like, if my kid fucks up and we are like, cool, what do you think um, is an appropriate punishment? And let the yes. kid design it. And they'll like, they can't be like, eating ice cream all no. day. No smart ass. And be like, kid. fuck you, Josie. <laughs> no. And I'll say that. I'm fine with swearing at my children. I'm going to do that. Um, <laughs> Just, you know, cause kids gotta learn oh and then also building trusting relationships can help children believe that discipline isn't arbitrary or done out of anger Right. Um, that, and, and here's the overarching thing good discipline it's not quick it requires no. patience and that's the problem and that's the challenging thing it's not gonna have a quick fix or a quick result but mm-hmm. it requires the patience and if you put that time and effort in right, you get a neck Ah, uh, <laughs> um, Aw, yay so, we're out of time for my segment, but I just wanted to let folks know there are some resources out there. There's the yes. Harlem Children's Zone. It's a nonprofit here in NYC. Mm. It um, helps parents have uh, they do parenting classes. Oh, that's good. Uh, they I have love it. A baby college program that helps uh, parents uh, with kids zero to three. Ooh. And then there's this. Um, I'm gonna butcher her name. Asada Kirkland. She's a mother educator in Brooklyn, New York. Is yes, doing it up. She wrote a book called "Beating Black Kids" after Ooh. a friend said. Something about how you just need to beat kids sometimes. Oh, so then man. she wrote a book, and she gives she workshops encouraging parents. So get it, girl. I get it. Parenting is hard. Kids are dumb. They don't listen. But I think there are other alternatives out there. And they eventually uh, and listen. Think, and our, our children, they, they deserve it. And and also, for those of you who have been spanged you're not alone clearly but Mm. understand that there's trauma there that you don't understand that you probably have trauma and Mm. it's important for you to heal that understand it and work through it because i think that you will your life will be that much more magical from it so you're not alone i think it's okay for us to start talking about these things and talking with our parents or just acknowledging it um, because it is about healing and especially like the numbers for black folks are so high yeah and I just wanted to make sure that you know all of us understand that like you know it's so accepted, but I think it's time to start dialing that back and 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 relooking at all of it and just just love yourselves you deserve it there was nothing wrong with you. there's nothing wrong that you, you ever deserved the violence that happened towards you it, it was not okay, but that's what your parents did the best but just, Know that you can heal from this.
1: Oh, that's beautiful, should. James. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Yeah. Woof! I'm hot and sweaty. I need a Me spanking. Me too. No, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. I heard it. Someone goes spank her. She she asked for it. <laughs> Ooh, what? You said that. All right. all right. Let's get into a rocket and Let's... go to Penis NASA. Planet. Let's go to NASA. Okay. And by that she means ride a ride a dick.
1: No, I do not.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Fine, I'll go with you. Math. Woo, my corner. We are
1: Whoa. in my corner.
0: Uh, wait, can I give you an intro? I'm going to give you an intro.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Houston, we seem to have a technical malfunction. Ooh. What's that? <laughs> Isn't that, remember before XO on Beyonce's album, she puts uh, oh, yes. the Challenger explosion exploding <laughs> so in the audio from...
1: People you, were like, what are you doing, Beyonce? That was a tragedy.
0: It's so weird. Before this really beautiful song about XO, like love, and it's a beautiful song. She puts the audio for the Challenger explosion exploding. Oh my god, Is that Beyonce.
1: You, oh, okay. So I wanted to give you I that. I side-eye her. From time to time. You cannot cherish your heroes too much. That's what I'm Oh, yeah. That blind following. <laughs> Even I give
0: Brittany sometimes, I'm like, Britt, Britt, what are you doing? Janet, what are you doing? come on. What are um, you doing? So I wanted to give you that intro because you're going to explode with information. Women well, in NASA. A-
1: first of all, there are mm-hmm. women in NASA? I thought it was just dudes. Just men, right? Yeah. Because that's what they would want you to believe because they rarely ever talk about the women that are involved in NASA. I've- and they probably n- have no Wikipedia pages written about them. Barely any. Because it's all re- written by dudes. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. James, yes. you ready for this? I, yeah, this? I'm scared. No, don't be scared. It's amazing. Okay. I was I'm- so excited when I read this article. I found it on Think Progress. It's an article written by Laurel Raymond. I'm giving her some cred because I fucking love the story. It is about the NASA's rocket girls which is what they <gasps> kind of called themselves oh,
0: that's like a cool club can you get can you join their club and like I think the next stage of your life needs to be
1: becoming a rocket girl no because I don't like math but <laughs> I love but you'll you. get a cool
0: jacket
1: <laughs> okay you ready to hear about them so let's do it yeah in the early 1940s all the way through the 1960s NASA was in the middle of developing the bases of space exploration which led to the space race which many of you may know which is um um all the countries were racing to get to the moon and who could
0: film a, a movie about um pretending to land on the moon
1: oh look at you conspiracy theorists i don't
0: uh, look at that video that shit is there why is there wind blowing it's i don't think that's real
1: okay that, james i think we've sent been to the moon the but i segment, think Okay, Can sorry. you pretend that it is real? It's a
2: conspiracy!
0: <laughs> well, I Don't think since then, I think the ladies have been there. I think all the ladies you're going to name, I think they were there. And I think they okay. have the titty to prove it.
1: So... Um, so these women, they, um, worked in the Jet Propulsion Laboratory at NASA, which Mm -hmm. I will from now on call the JPL, Jet Propulsion Laboratory, and Mm -hmm. these women worked as human computers, because back in the day, computers did not really exist, they were like the size of houses, and they can basically do what your TI-84 can do right now, so they needed people to (laughs) crunch these goddamn numbers. And um, these women were literally called computers. That was their name. They were computers.
2: Wow. Um,
1: they either like being called computers, but not computer tresses because they thought that that was sexist. And I totally am on board with that. And wait, what year is this? is the
0: 40s. They're like, don't yes. call me baby. Wow, that's awesome. Right.
1: So these ladies basically would take math classes for fun they would compete <sighs> against each other in speed calculation contests and they worked alongside Carl Sagan Werner oh, Von Oh I love Braun, him Carl Sagan not Werner Braun, Von Braun No right? well I don't know him but Carl
0: Sagan I love him I wrote my 8th grade paper on Carl Sagan cuz he talks about all the stars and and, and the planets yes. and shit and I wrote a creative st- uh, story explaining all- <laughs> I wrote a creative story explaining about all the planets using Sailor Moon Oh, and okay. It, it was about it was about an adventure of me and me and a, me and a lady a friend, and we went to all the different uh, planets, and we had to talk to all the sailor princesses, and, and but I and I describe about the planet of like, ooh, it has a mass of this, and oh, it was a little okay. Inspired by well, Carl Sagan, I feel like he's like my best friend.
1: Well, Carl Sagan obviously was huge, and everybody knows about him. Werner von Braun, who was a Nazi, we're not going to go into that, but he was also huge <laughs> for NASA. Him. and um, Richard Fenman, who... These were, like, huge scientists. Obviously, you know about Carl Sagan. But these women worked with them. They were the ones who were literally crunching their numbers. Like, right now, if you were a scientist and you had a computer, you would go to the computer, you would enter in your numbers, and then you would get an output... Right. These guys, Carl Sagan, would walk into the room of all of these badass ladies, hand them his calculations, and then they would crunch the numbers. That's amazing. These women were a computer.
0: You weren't kidding. Right? W- so women invented women, computers.
1: It was amazing. Well, they, well, it was women and men. But this group was purely women in the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. It was all women. So how did that happen? Sounds like a sexy rock, by the way. Because- Were they pillow fighting? No. Okay. Jeez. Come on. <laughs> like they they'd like solve the equation and they'd be like, Yay. Uh-huh. So in nineteen forty two it was men and women in the jet propulsion laboratory. Uh-huh. And um Macy Roberts got promoted to supervisor. And Ooh. she figured out that men wouldn't listen to her as supervisor. So she was like, fuck this, and she hired only women. Oh, smart. And that created a culture where her successor decided to hire only women, too. And um, it wasn't that unusual at the time, because this was during World War II, so there was a shortage of men, and that's why, you know, Rosie the Riveter, um, a lot of women went into the workforce. So, But here's the difference. After World War II, places like IBM started to fire women and just have men populate it. Where after the all JPL, that great work they
2: did, mm-hmm.
1: right? But the JPL instead was like, "No, we got these badass bitches. We're gonna keep them."
0: Badass rocket bitches,
1: right? Use their full title. Yeah, I love great. it. So not only were the 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 Jet Propulsion Laboratory filled with women, it was also diverse. <gasps>
0: I was going to ask you about this, and you're already reading my mind. Give it to me.
1: I'm already there. So, after Macy Roberts, her successor was Helen Ling, who was Asian, and she was the supervisor of the group. And then, also, there was an African-American woman, Janice Lawson. And I want to bring up Janice Lawson because a lot of people, they tend to think, like, feminism and all women is all kumbaya, but there is actually, like some conversations that happened when macy roberts wanted to hire janice lawson people were like oh it's gonna start turmoil because they were racist Mm. and Mm -hmm. um macy roberts was like um y'all bitches need to sit down because janice lawson is a chemical freaking engineer from ucla and she we are we need to have her here so she stood by uh her I imagine she looks like Gina Davis. I'm actually just picturing a league of their
0: own, but in like a laboratory, and with not skirts, but pantsuits and pencils, and like just like number crunching. That's what I'm picturing.
1: Okay, it's kind of like that. <laughs> They're wearing skirts in the pictures.
0: But... Oh, okay, well that's fine. All right, whatever whatever you want to wear, you do it. I'm I'm loving it. <laughs> I want this movie, and I want it to start Gina Davis, right?
1: but maybe not not today's Gina Davis. It just needs to be a movie because this is amazing and nobody even knows about these ladies. Rocket Girls. Um, by the way, just to follow up, Janice Lawson, she trained some more at IBM and became a chemical engineer. So she's a badass in her own right. Yeah. So there were some struggles, though. Uh Aside from the inside racism that thankfully got corrected by Macy Roberts. I'm side-eyeing you racist-ass rocket girls, but thankfully you came over that. Thank God for Macy. Um, So, this is the sad part. Oh, no. So... A lot, of the, a lot of these women had to work around a lot of things. Like, for instance, this one woman, Barbara Paulson, she was an important manager at the time of the, uh-huh. of the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, and she became pregnant. So she went to the administrators to get a parking pass that was closer to the building, and they were like, oh, you're pregnant, you're fired. Because back then you could do that. Yes. So, all of these women love their jobs so much that it became regular practice for them to hoard their vacation time. So, when it was time for them to give birth, they'd take a, a week or two off and then come back and start working.
0: So, they could just, like, have a baby that some right. dude knock them up with and, like, listen, right. if they could switch roles and make him carry it for nine months because they're busy, like, Helping the U.S. go to space to beat Russia. Right.
1: They would. Exactly. Right? Because these ladies
0: are really good at the math, and we actually need them. We owe our entire NASA program to these ladies. Oh my god,
1: so much so. And here's the even more fucked up part. The 50th anniversary of the first American satellite happened, I think, I want to say 2007, that's when Mm -hmm. it happened. Mm Mm-hmm. NASA straight up forgot to invite these women. I can't. I'm literally about to throw my computer out my
0: window, but it probably right. won't break through and it'll just ruin my air conditioning. No. And I might get God. a breeze. No I'm. Don't do- are you fucking kidding me? Fuck you, NASA. I know you're listening because I know women- you've got nothing better to do except listen to this podcast. Fuck right? you, NASA. That's some fucked up shit.
1: Here's a messed up part. They were the ones who straight up crunched those damn numbers for that satellite to go up there. They figured out all the goddamn functions. They were in the room when the satellite was launched. And worst of all, during that 50th anniversary, many of the women that were involved in it lived miles away from the celebration and weren't so, even like, invited. So
0: like they literally like they're seeing all these cars drive up And they're like, oh, it looks like there's a party going on. I wonder what's going on over at NASA. Oh, look, there's, you know who probably did get an invite? Joe. (laughs) Who was Joe? Oh, he was just the coffee guy. But you know what he has? A penis. And he happened to be there when the satellite went up. And he used to go golfing with, you know, Michael. And they all get to go to the fucking party. Meanwhile, Janice Dickinson,
1: was it Janice Dickinson? No, Janice Lawson. Oh, sorry. Janice Lawson. Well, I bet
0: Janice Dickinson helped, too. <laughs>
1: she was just modeling her ass off in the 70s. She had nothing well, to do with NASA. Somebody had
0: to do it. Listen, the Janices, they all took a different job, and Janices was modeling, <laughs> and this other Janice had this one.
1: <laughs> oh, man. So, because of this... I really think that we need to talk about them some more. There is a book out. I highly suggest that people look it up. It's called Rise of the Rocket Girls, and it's written by Natalia Holt. And it goes into, like, their personal lives, their struggles, how they balanced work and life, the amazing things that they did, how they were able to launch a rocket a whole year before Russia was able to. Yeah. Like... All These we do ladies is were the,
0: badass. Yeah, and all we do is get that movie about that, like, boy in the Midwest who builds a bottle rocket, and then NASA, like, loves him.
1: Remember that movie? I, I think I do.
0: October <laughs> Sky. I think Elijah oh, Wood was in yes. it. Oh, yeah,
2: yes! Yeah, fuck that
0: movie. I don't have time for that. You know what I want to see? Rocket Girls. With right? Beyonce's be rocket fun? in the background. I want that. Like, I
1: still don't know if I want a song about dick up in the... rock <laughs> it rockin' rock
0: it babe And then there's like a montage of them like crunching numbers. And it's not it's sexy because they're working, but they're crunching. It's sexy to be a working woman. Oh, that's true. It does make my nipples hard a little bit.
1: Ooh, you like that? And I'm gay. That was...
0: Because <laughs> you know why? Because you're work bitches. Mm -hmm. That's what those girls are. Those girls are essentially, and that should be okay. It should be a mashup of Rocket and then go into Britney Spears' work, bitch, as like their montage. You
1: and I should Mm -hmm. make this movie. I'm actually there's like a
0: slew of minority corner movies that we need to start. Everybody, start funding us Mm -hmm. right now.
1: We need to start a Kickstarter. Um,
0: Yeah, start a Kickstarter because we're gonna make this movie, and I'm gonna have you play Janice Dickinson. I'm into it,
1: Janice, Janice. Janice. Janice Lawson. Just Janice, one
0: name. I want Janice, Janice to represent Lawson. all this. No, we need to remember
1: her because she's important. Fair enough. Janice Lawson.
0: J-Law. I want you to play J-Law. Okay. Not to be confused with Jennifer Lawrence. Okay, Janice Lawson. Yes, Janice, Janice Lawson. You'll mm-hmm. play her. Okay. Done.
1: I'm down. Okay. I'm into it. All right. I love it. Check out Rocket Girls, Natalia Holt, go do some research and uh, learn. Uh, and NASA, you need to represent. We're fucking looking at you. And 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 Rocket Girl coming to a theater near you.
0: Mmm. As soon as we get some money. <laughs>
1: Right, Quizlet
0: corner, Quizlet uh. corner, Quiz, Quizlet, Quizlet
1: corner. Work, bitch. I'm ready. <laughs>
0: that sounded a little aggressive. I need to be like, "You better work, bitch," instead there of just go. like. There we go. That's more like. Work, that's- <laughs> bitch.
2: <laughs> I know. You work,
0: bitch. Be scary. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry that got scary, you guys. That, I'm sorry. That's not how Britney Spears meant it. All right, you you've got five to choose from. One of these okay. is incorrect, untrue. Okay.
1: A lie.
0: Alright. I'm fooling you. Okay. <sighs> well, no, not like I'm trying to fool you. But anyways, alright. Here's the first one. Yes. To understand drag queens, man becomes one. Oh, okay. Could be true, could not be true.
1: Like an undercover thing.
0: I don't know. Could even not be a true thing. Alright, next one. Gay billionaire and Hulk, Hulk, Hulk Hogan team up in an ultimate smackdown. Ah, okay. Could be true, could not be true. Major League Baseball team humiliates the gay men's course. Hmm. Could be true, could not be true. Okay. The Olympics prepare for an onslaught of sex at Rio Summer Olympics. All right. <laughs> Maybe they listened to your podcast last week. And yeah, I know. Like,
1: ah. At least they're being ethical. Last one.
0: Yeah, that's true. Last uh, Last one. Bill Cosby supported Janice Ian... Oh, Janice is back. Not to be confused with Janice... Lawson? Lawson. Or Janice (laughs) Dickinson, because she's a Janice in her own right. Okay. Bill Cosby supported Janice Ian during her same-sex cuddling scandal.
1: Mmm. Okay. One of these is not true. All right. I am cracking my knuckles. I am bracing myself. I'm still questioning man going undercover to become, or to understand a drag queen, he becomes a drag queen. Mm -hmm. I will say the... The billionaire and Hulk Hogan is true because they teamed up to take down Gawker Media.
0: Yes, they did. Yeah, it was gay libertarian Peter Thiel. He's the PayPal co-founder. He funded... Hulk Hulk Hogan, him and his wife, got divorced because Gawker leaked the video of him having sex with his friend's wife, Mm -hmm. and Peter Thiel, he has been out to get Gawker. He secretly did this. Mm. Uh, He had funded, paid all of Hulk Hogan's legal bills because Gawker tried to out... Um, Peter Thiel back in mm. 2007 before he was even out. And they also outed that, they've done this before, they outed the Condé Na, Conde Nast exec. Oh. Um, yeah. They, and they said, that, oh, we regretted running it later. But Gawker's was a hot mess. Like, Yeah. You, why would you just, like, put someone's sex tape of their wife
1: Online, like I know that's it's not terrible. your business.
0: Why would you out someone? They're like Fuck a, them.
1: they're like a tabloidy media. I read them. They're tabloidy. I take them with a grain of salt. Also, I take Hulk Hogan with a grain of salt because his ass got caught saying the N word hella times on tape. So
0: oh, I forgot about that. I f- knew there was a reason why I didn't like him. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. I almost like gave him the red ticker tape parade and like hugged him. Uh-uh. I was literally gonna go hug him and be like, "I'm sorry,"
1: and then he'd call and you then- the N word behind your back. <laughs> that's true He like that's okay hey, No, no okay so okay and then every year they drag out the same ass old story about olympians having sex with each other and all the condoms that are gonna be in the olympic town hall or whatever which i'm not surprised about because it's all these hot ass athletic people of course they're gonna be doing each other Okay, and okay, you're right. That is true. But here's the thing: mm-hmm. the the numbers are outrageous
0: this year, as Jem would say. Okay. They ordered four hundred and fifty thousand condoms to distribute them at the Olympics, which is triple the amount of London. So maybe they must oh. have, like, four years ago, they ran out of condoms, and Rio Shit. was like, "Uh-uh, it's hot, it's sweaty, it's, it's sexy, It's, you know, Zika, it's sexy." They also ordered, <laughs> wow, poop water. <laughs> Be careful, ladies. Um, dude yeah Okay. Results so they, in a hot but here's mess a, right now <laughs> this is true but for a first time ever they ordered 100,000 female condoms they Ooh. never usually ordered those yeah oh I like so that ladies I like that and they ordered 175,000 packets of lube because they know there's gonna be some gay butt fucking happening. Oh, so that's shit. great Okay, there so we go. So I love the Olympics because it's really the real point of the Olympics is literally bringing our country's best to fuck each other. <laughs> so that's really what the Olympics are all about. I'm a big fan. Yeah, Way to go. That's The real the real competitions are happening behind closed doors. Oh my lord. Okay, so I got Olympics. I got Hulk Hogan. Major League Baseball team right. humiliates Gaiman's chorus. Or yeah. Bill Cosby supported Janice Ian during her same-sex cuddling scandal.
1: Um, I'm gonna say the fake one is Bill
0: Cosby. Fake one is Bill Cosby. You would be correct. Yes. Yeah, Bill Cosby did the opposite. Yes. Um, to get onto the Bill Cosby, like... He's the worst. So, for... If you guys don't know who Janice Ian is, she's a singer songwriter. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's really popular during the 60s and 70s. She wrote at 17.
1: She also dun, wrote. Yes. She also
0: wrote. Yeah, we've all listened to and cried to that song in the bathtub before. Um, she also wrote a song called Society's Child about a white girl whose community pressures her to break up with her black boyfriend. So. When she was young and because of this song, she used to get death threats. And she's like a teenager. <laughs> this was back in the sixties and seventies. She would get death threats and she was performing this and she was a teenager and she decided to take a nap backstage of um oh shit. What's that? Some one of these one of these shows, The Smothers Brothers. Okay. She was at the Smothers Brothers okay. and she was exhausted because she's a teenager and touring and death threats. Mm-hmm. So it's enough to exhaust any child. Oh my god. So she took a nap in the lap of a, her fan, uh, of a family friend who was uh, her chaperone,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a lady, and then she got back from it, and um, she had been banned from all these different shows, and the ne- the networks were like, her her managers were like, "What happened when you were out touring?" She's like, "I don't know," and what happened was, Cob- Bill Cosby went back. Ugh, this is actually weird, So I guess Bill Cosby went backstage, saw that she was taking a nap, mm. and. On the lap of this woman, told the networks that she wasn't suitable for family entertainment, that she was probably a lesbian and oh my shouldn't god. be on TV. Oh my
1: god. My question
0: is why the fuck? I just put this together. I'm gross. I'm grossed out. I, why the fuck was Bill Cosby going backstage to her dressing room?
1: Because he's creepy as hell. Fuck that guy. I'm.
0: Ugh. The real new Bill Cosby is. I'm gonna put another plug in. Um, Blackish. The TV show Blackish. That's yeah. the real. That shit is the jam. Yeah. He, he, that show is like inspired of the Cosby show because Bill Cosby was like that dad. Oh, and yeah. Like,
1: that episode was so good.
0: Yeah. I really recommend. Uh, if you're not watching Blackish, I can't. It's hilarious. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which one is fake? Oh, wait. Are, you already got yeah, it. Yeah. I <laughs>
1: guessed it. Oh, so
0: the major. <laughs> I'm so distracted. So the two that are real, yes, this is, pains me. San Diego. Putting you, I'm side-eyeing you. I'm putting mm. you in the corner. Mm. San Diego, you're in watch. So the Gay Men's Chorus on Harvey Milk oh, Day, yeah. which is May I've 22nd, are yes. supposed to sing the national anthem before the San Diego Padres. Before they, they walked out into the field, they're in front of 40,000 people. This breaks my heart. The Gay yeah. Men's Chorus in San Diego, they're out there ready to start singing. Right. But before they start singing, they're already out there in the field. They start playing the sp- Star-Spangled Banner of a of a, of a woman singing.
1: What? They drowned them out. A pre-recorded,
0: a pre They're just standing on the stage and they're just on the field and they just played a pre-recorded audio track of a woman singing, F while that. the mo- men stood there ready to sing. And then fans started screaming, "You sing like a girl!" and just all kinds of like terrible, terrible. That is things. F'd So that's in California. Ugh. So we still have a long, 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 long way way to go, folks. We
1: do. Fuck.
0: And yes, the journalist Michael Alexander traveled to Chicago to put some makeup on and okay. put on a wig he beat uh, his for face, the first time to understand what it was like to be a drag queen or just to be a part of a culture he knew nothing about. You know what? So, I appreciate that. Because we're always saying, hey, if you don't know, go out there and learn. But right.
1: isn't that kind of what, Ra- what Rachel Dolezal did? <laughs> She wasn't going to learn. She was going and acting like she was, like, the professional know-it-all of all black history people. (laughs) So this would be, like, if Michael Alexander then
0: started saying... I'm a woman.
1: Right. And no,
0: just put on a dress and was yes. like, I understand. And moved first the line was like, listen, ladies, I know how hard it is to be a lady.
1: Or I even to dress. the level even to the level where he would be like, Oh, I totally understand what it's like to do drag. I am a drag superstar. RuPaul right. needs will take lessons from me. That would be a Rachel Dozo. That's true. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> That's true. All
0: right, Aneke, you won the quiz. Yay! Yay. Well played. Yay. I'll get you next time, my pretty. Oh. Next time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the heat. It is the heat. The heat did me well. I feel this sauna action has got my brain prowlness ready. Oh. I Some am. more saunas. Mm-hmm. Car saunas. I can't go to a sauna. You, g- you can go to your saunas. It is if the way to I go. I go to a sauna full
0: of men. There's just going to be someone sucking a dick. All you, gotta do,
1: all you got to do, all you got to do is just sit what, in your car.
0: I don't need to go to the sauna. I just you, you heard it first. To this summer, you've got your own sauna. It's just sauna, a car. Treat yourself like a neglected. Treat are, yourself like a neglected child or yes. dog.
1: Saunas are taking your money. You can do this on the cheap. Just sit in your car, roll up your windows, and give yourself fifteen-minute intervals, and you'll be cool. Oh yeah, glowing. be sure to do that. Yes.
0: Yeah. There was a moment. This is offline, but. um Aneke had passed out for a good
1: 15 Stop. minutes. <laughs>
0: no. I was just on the line. You had to um, remember. I started eating me. some wheat thins. You started, just started screaming
1: um, into my earbuds, and then that, that snapped me out
2: of it. She was back. Yeah. And now I'm back.
0: Wow. Aneke, what a great episode. We survived this oh my heat. Summer we is here. It. It is here. Uh, it is fresh. It is sexy. It is so sexy. Uh,
1: I got some. Do you have big summer plans? Um, not putting on pants half of the week. Okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> all right. I, I, what are your I have a show. Plans?
1: I have another show coming. The Ooh.
0: boyfriend is on his way. Probably okay. by the time this. Yes, yeah, so the boyfriend's on his way. He's gonna—I haven't seen him in, in, in weeks. Ooh. And then I go to Amsterdam in July to go see him. Then I'll be oh, in San Francisco with you doing a show there.
1: Yay!
2: And,
0: um, yeah, that's the plan. Get to see some Britney. We're going to Niagara Falls. Oh
2: my God! Uh, you guys are doing it. Him
0: and I. I'm
1: going to Calistoga. Yeah. Oh, I'm I, doing I, something. Even-
0: Oh, so you're doing things. I've also rented a cute little uh, a bungalow apartment for us on on Fire Island. So. Oh, damn! I'm Look excited. at you getting hella baller excuse. Mm. Decided to go to the gym all the time. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and we have, it's it's almost our one year anniversary.
1: I know we've been doing this for a year, y'all. How exciting!
0: And some of you have been listening for a year and some of you just accidentally started listening today. Welcome. Which is great. Welcome.
1: I'm so glad that you're listening. Share with your friends. Share. Yes. How
0: should they share? What, mm-hmm. Share, not not just oh, share with share, actually. If you could yeah. tweet us to share. Oh my god. Her on Twitter is amazing. Share I would, on, She's amazing. I would die so, if share started listening. I would please? literally yeah. just pass Can out. Everybody tweet us to share.
1: Yes. Please. Minority corner with a K, y'all.
0: Yeah, and then uh, add share into the mix. Yes. Uh, at Minority Corner with a K plus at share. Uh, we're also on the Facebooks. Yes. Where we have an email account Minority Corner with a K at gmail.com. That's right. And stay tuned. We have a big announcement coming up. And uh, thank you all for, for being such loyal, loving yeah. people. Thank you.
1: I really appreciate it. We love the shit out of you. Yes, we do. Your work bitches, you. <laughs> All right, James, it's been
0: real. It's so good to talk to all you. Right. Get out of that hotty, sweaty mess, girl. Go towel yourself off in I all am. the red areas, I and am. I'll see you next week.
1: Yes. All right,
0: bye. Bye, girl. Bye.